Today we are talking about how to get off the emotional roller coaster. Hala hala. Hala What a great topic because we all know there's been a lot of highs, a lot of lows, a lot of like ups and downs to this last year. And just because the year ended doesn't mean that the roller coaster ended. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been a ride. So uh, so today we're going to, uh, as usual, we're going to start off with our daily devotional. We're going to break that down a little bit, break down some Bible, and then uh, then we'll jump into our show. So, Bright Guy. All right, let's go. You about ready to hit this thing? Absolutely. All right, Joey, let's get the camera switched over to Bright Guy. Yeah, here's the thing. He's disappearing, so I just got to... I'm disappearing. What do you do? He didn't I'm, wear blue. I'm, this is great. This is great. I, I just want everyone in the audience to understand. They'll never see it because... Uh, How's that? Is that better? There okay, go. go go ahead, Bray Guy. <laughs> All right. All right, the gray is good. So we've got two great verses today. So we'll start off with the first one. The first one is Proverbs twenty-seven nineteen. As in water, face reflects face. So the heart of man reflects man. So I'm going to do that one more time, nice and slow, to kind of receive it, and I'd love to hear you. You knew I was going to ask you to yeah. do it. <laughs> As in water, face reflects face. So the heart of man reflects man. That's good. Uh, Joey, I don't see Brian on the screen. Yeah, you don't because he's not keying very well for me over here. Just right put now. him on there. I don't care if he keys well. He's he's really dis... I mean... <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, I wasn't kidding. <laughs> That's like hilarious. Straight up great. great. not working Let's right just now. get rid of the background for now. You okay, know? Okay. What yeah. the heck? That's dude. funny, dude. It key yesterday, fine. It this did. is the same. Yeah, I, I mean, think the cameras got, some got jacked with the cameras. Ah, I see. There you go. You look good on blue. Hey, I, yeah, I like that. That's I, nice. I don't care what everyone says about you, Brian. You look good. <laughs> All right, so we got, um, as in water, face reflects face. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, it seems pretty obvious. Let's let's break that down. Uh, it wasn't obvious to me. So I'm like, I, this is weird, but I just kept looking at it and reading it and going like, where face reflects fit. Like, okay, so I, I think it's just, this is just, um, the truth is in the mirror. Okay. The water, a reflection of water is just a mirror. It's, it's, a, it's a reverse image of you, mm-hmm. right? And so um, I, I, I don't remember what movie this is. It was like Land Before Time or something like that, <laughs> where one of the, the, the characters comes up to the water and they see themselves for the first time. And they're actually like afraid of themselves. Mm. Like, whoa, you know, because they see an image and they don't realize it's a reflection of them. Yeah. Um, we see that with, with kids. When a kid sees the mirror for the first couple times, they want to touch the mirror and and you know they think there's another person there. It's not. It's just them. It's a reflection of them, right? Yeah. So it's like, um, as uh, what was it? As water. Um, as in water. As face. in water. Yeah. yeah. So so you look in the water. Face reflects face. 
What you mm-hmm. see is what you get. Like what you are, it's, it's like that's the truth. Yeah. Okay. Then compared to, so the heart of man reflects man. So it's like your heart is going to reflect you. Mm-hmm. The heart is your center. The heart is the emotion. The heart, the heart is like what's going on really, and that's going to reflect who you are, what you become, what you do. Etc. Got it. That's okay. what I, that's what I think that breaks down to. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. And so it's it's a um, it's a proverb. So it's supposed to be this idea of like good advice, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like hey, probably should do this advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and that's like be careful what's going on in your heart because your heart's gonna be a reflection of you. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and I guess that it could be, you know, in all ways, it can it can be hurt, can be wounded, you mm-hmm. know, and just sort of just being aware. I love that. That's really great. So you want to heal the heart. You want to heal that that place essentially. All right, let's let's uh, let's read us some Ecclesiastes. Done. Ecclesiastes eleven ten. So remove grief and anger from your heart, and put away pain from your body, because childhood and the prime of life are fleeting. I found this one after we'd already decided on our Bible verse, and I was like, I like this one, you too. You know, it never hurts to have two Bible verses, <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> um, all right, so so the, the this actually hit me, Bri, um, with especially with you. Okay, and I th- I th- it's, it's interesting when you, when you take the Bible and you break it down because you can interpret things in so many different ways. And so this first one, I, I took... Um, to be, so remove grief and anger from your heart as its own thing Mm -hmm. and then, and put away pain from your body. As in, if you do the first thing, the pain from your body is going to go away. Yeah. Because it could be taken as it's all one. Mm -hmm. But I looked at that and I was like, I'm just thinking of all the pain that's been in your body specifically. Yeah. Right. And, and this is saying, um, you know, you, you remove the grief and the anger from your heart. We're going back to this heart place, the healing of the heart. Yeah. And you remove the pain from the body. That's interesting, isn't it? Oh, dude, totally, totally. And I definitely felt that this last time, uh, especially coming out, because, like, so much of the, uh, I think, the sickness itself and just, like, all of it was coming from the mind more than the body, coming from the heart, coming from the the pain of, um, of being alone for so long and like forgetting the joy, honestly. And so like this idea of once you release that and you guys helped me do that last Tuesday, um, once you learn to release that with somebody and like get it out and, and heal the heart, all of a sudden your body heals. I mean, your body heals faster. It's like, it was that plant concept. You talked about two plants next to each other, right? Like people do in their science project and oh, one of yeah. them you play really nice classical music and it grows and the other one was being fed crap and it dies (laughs) right right so like i've definitely felt that and and it goes back to that first verse i mean the heart first you know you come to god with your heart you heal your heart make that strong and other things will follow yeah so um so what what was that last tuesday what was the what happened i'm not not remembering so um basically like uh, and it was it started even the day before that i had uh blurred vision still and stuff and i started like panicking um the first night monday after classes 
and I went home. Is that the day we walked and prayed and stuff? Yeah, and that was Tuesday morning we did that. So it was just a, like, it was a Monday night into Tuesday. So, like, I basically had, like, a panic attack on Monday night because, like, there was so much fear. And, again, fear is, like, not a good thing opposite of love, right? Mm-hmm. I was so much fear that, like, that even there were thoughts of, like, if I get sick right now, like, being back in there, what that's going to be like, can I even get right back in if something happens? Like, the whole process of getting back in and, like, uh, they they run so many tests, so there was, like, just, like, panic, pure panic, and I couldn't breathe. Like, just literally couldn't breathe. And Joey came home and he took me out. Uh, on like a walk and just help me like breathe through it and really like just center and he literally like he prayed over me through the night and he like rubbed my spine and kind of like like really like like somebody who has a panic attack he was pulling me out of it until I fell asleep finally Uh, and then in the morning we had the same kind of struggle and you and I took a walk and just like we were we were praying together. Uh, you helped me like eat and focus on intention uh, and getting away from the nausea and stuff. But it was like brutal because there was just like so much fear wrapped around me. Yeah, that like we really had to. Pr- I mean, we were bawling. We were bawling on this walk, and and it. Re- I felt the heart healing. And then from that point to this, it's just been every day intentionally like staying strong in that area and. And talking to the body and talking to the stuff. Like, uh, every time I go pee now, I'm like, good job. Nice work. <laughs> like, it's, Joey, I'll tell you, it's funny. From the other room, you can hear me, like, talking to my kidney and talking to my body yeah. and telling it something. And I feel the heart, like, fill up, you know. Right. Every and, time I use the bathroom. Yeah, so, it's not an exaggeration. Good job there, Literally, buddy. Good, good job. Like, hey, hey, good job, pal. And it's just, you know, when you're doing that, the heart, again, more powerful. And that allows things to open up. Uh, dialysis being earlier now every time like yeah. that wasn't happening before even though I asked for it you know uh, but, yeah so the, that's the question right is is um how do you ask for it you know do you ask for it in the physical or the spiritual right right and this time it feels like you're asking from the spiritual mm-hmm. from a true there's a purpose it's yeah. not just like oh I'm just gonna do this because it's like you know Matt tells me I gotta do it but it's like like what's my purpose in life what do I you know whatever and 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 this doesn't have to make me weaker right yeah that's 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 incredible all right so let's end this let's let's get to the end of this verse here um so then it goes because childhood and the prime of life are fleeting Mm. so this to me goes back to your um full of joy buddy (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know and you just said you know you were feeling fearful which means you weren't feeling joyful Mm -hmm. and to to rid yourself of the grief and the anger and to strip that from your heart and and strip the fear opens you up to be joyful and and it says this childhoodness is fleeting i mean that's that's the youth inside all of us the joy that lives inside each and every one of us and it it does go it goes quick and it and it's it's there and then it's gone and and yet We've all known people and we've all been this person at times that just that, like that guy's young, you know, like we've got a few friends like, I, you know, I could just mention off the top of my head, like, mm-hmm. like, uh, Gigi, 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's got this young spirit about him, right? Mm-hmm. And and I don't even know how old that guy is, but you see him, and he's gonna be like, Mwah! like he's gonna feel like a kid, <laughs> totally. You know, and and he uh, he's 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 an older guy. And he was older when we hung out with him ten years ago, so mm-hmm. he's older now. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure he would still be like bursting with energy. Sure. You yeah. Know? And so we have that choice. That's an interesting interesting thing. That's gonna be a button soon. He's older er now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'll be that'll that'll make the intro, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, so um so here's the show today. Get off the emotional roller coaster. And it, it's a big deal because when you get stuck in the highs and lows of emotions, it is exhausting. Even when you're happy, like you get so happy and you let yourself go to this place that's like, yeah, like like too crazy. Again, you have this like roller coaster effect where you got to come back down to earth. So in this episode, here's what we're going to do. We're going to dive into a few things. Our first segment, we're going to talk about understanding feelings, like getting into the understanding of feelings and emotions and kind of like where they come from. And then secondarily... On the second segment, we're going to talk about how to use that knowledge as an actor because the imperfect selves that we are is what makes us people, is what makes us human, which gives us character and story. And so we have to understand the human condition in order to be a great actor and to play somebody else, to be a character of some kind. So that's the second segment. And then the the last segment today is going to be a takeaway where – um, we're going to talk about how to get off the emotional roller coaster at the end because it, it's very important that you're able to get off the emotional roller coaster when you're ready to do that. So that's the show today. We've got a we've got a, a packed show. And and before before we uh, go to commercial here, Joey, um, Bright Guy, we've got a guest tomorrow. Very excited. So this is our our first guest back here in season two. And so um, very excited to break down the Bible with our guest. We'll talk a little bit about the guest after. Um, after this commercial break or, or maybe toward the end of the episode, we'll let you know who's going to be on the show tomorrow. It should be a good time. Woo. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back, everybody. He was um, just uh, focusing on my face. <laughs> yes, I was. All right. So um, we're talking about the uh, the emotional roller coaster. And so in order to dive in, first and foremost, we need to understand emotions. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I and, thought you were gonna say understand roller coasters. <laughs> you know, I watched Joey build a, a great roller coaster in Minecraft. Yeah, I did for your kids. It was great. That was pretty. pretty I awesome. got to relive my childhood. So, to to understand our feelings, I think the the first and foremost thing we want to do is acknowledge the feeling. Mm-hmm. I think. Where we get stuck sometimes is denial. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, how many times has someone been like, hey, what's up? And you just like, nothing. You good? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're not good. You yeah. know, something is up. And so what's interesting is if you if you acknowledge, and, we, and I, I know we've worked on this pretty hard, and I feel like... um we've we've all grown and changed but but if i was going to give like most improved award it go to joey because mm-hmm. you were you were like like a solid stone <laughs> cement block before joey yeah and now 
you you seem to acknowledge the truth of of what I'm saying or Brian's saying, and then come back with honesty. Hmm. And that's something where you know, I, and I know you've 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 seen it now. I mean, because I've demonstrated it to you. I demonstrated it yesterday. You know, right? I, I, probably daily, many times a day. I'm demonstrating that. I'm yeah. Like, here's how I feel. Well, here's the facts. Like you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I know the power of it. So I mean, it's such an advantage for me to do that. So I do it. You know, and 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 when when I help other people understand that concept it's like it opens it opens us up right so but we but we have to fight for that cuz to be emotionally vulnerable in that way mm-hmm. can be tough and um you know i i give an example from yesterday of of a success for Joey was he he looked a little tense and the truth was yesterday he was kind of like a master magician fixing things sort of last minute and some of those last minute things were because i had forgotten about a couple things mm-hmm. and uh and and he was just like kind of you know he's good enough to do it but I, but i put him under the you know and i put him in the ringer a little bit and so so joey's like behind the computer and just like he's got one of these like looks like angry focused face but he's like you know and so i was like um you good and he's like yeah I'm like, okay. And then I pulled you guys outside and I told you where I was at. And then I just, and I, I kind of just apologized for my own where I was at. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, checked back in with Joey and I, and I just reminded him like, oh, this was the why. And he was like, yes, I understand why you thought I looked mad. Truth was I was laser focused because I really had this like small amount of time and I needed to get it done. So I was the the attitude you sensed from me was don't talk to me. I'm in a tunnel. I you know, I I can't I can't even like go anywhere right now other yeah. than just being focused. Sure. And and so the win there is the acknowledgement. Mhm. If you deny it, if you deny that there was any tension, if you deny that there was anything there, then you're you're like I was fine. Like what? Why are you asking? You know, like you, yeah, you yeah. get defensive, not helpful. Right. But if you can acknowledge, like, okay, somebody's noticing something in me. Why? I wonder. And you and you get curious to your own feelings, and you acknowledge what's there. That's number one, I think, to understanding your feelings. Yeah. yeah. No, I it hundred percent, and it uh, it's not easy. It took a very long time, like you said, to to grasp that concept in full. Um, because that's not how the world operates for the most part. So it was a huge adjustment to being anywhere else and then working here because it's a different level of like transparency, accountability, all of that. But, um, the one thing I had said to you yesterday as you were leaving is you were like, thanks again for pulling the weight today. Uh, appreciate what you did. And I was like, no, that's like, that's our team motto, right? So one of us is down, the other two just push a little harder. Like, that's mm-hmm. it. That's what we do. Uh, and I'm proud of that. That's something that you've created here uh, that makes our workplace, what we do, super special because it can be hard. But it's not hard when you understand and trust that. Yeah. Um, but the only way you get there is by being honest about how you're feeling in the moment. <laughs> right, right. Okay, so 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 yesterday, you know, and and <laughs> I do this thing to myself. I told my wife this. I do this thing where and you guys know. I um I, I think I even talked about it yesterday. I I tr- 
I try not to beat myself up, but it's hard because when, when a couple things go wrong or I'm, you know, I'm not great at something and, and I fail or I forget or whatever, you know, I, I start to, I start to feel guilty and guilt is like, it's just like fear. It's like the, yeah. it's just like yeah. the worst. It would drive you down. And so I went home, um, yesterday and I was feeling all blah and, you know, and I wasn't paying attention to the fact that I was up at 3.30 and the fact that we did a great show and the fact that, you know, a lot of things got done at a high level and very well. And, and I was, I was like focused on the two or three things that I had forgotten and I was trying to make myself feel bad, which yeah. was not good. But, but I went home again to deal with it. So I go home and sit down with my wife and I just wanted to, I wanted to pose this question to you guys because she asked me a really good question. Okay. Mm. She said, when... In your life, did you feel the safest? And I was like, no one's ever asked me that before. Huh. And I had to really sit and think about it. Mm. And I, I, I found an answer, and I'll give you mine, but I want to I know if, if something is, if it comes to you guys. Like, what, when in your life can you remember feeling the safest? Dang, I've never been asked that either. Right? It's a big yeah. question. Yeah. Yeah, I'll think uh I'll think of mine while you share yours with us. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's like, get the camera That'd off be, my face. Be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um what about you, Joey? You have a time when you when you felt the safest? Can you can you think of a memory? Sure, yeah. I mean, uh it's interesting. You you feel safe in situations where you're not at your best, I feel like. So for me, probably was in your dad's basement, uh, staying there. Uh, it was it was a cool situation where uh, I was done with my senior year at Shadow, and then my dad was like, "Cool, well, I'm gonna move back to Wickenburg," and I was like, "All right, um, bet," because <laughs> we lived together. Uh, so then I was figuring out, and I was like, ah, I could go to Grandma's house, but that's kind of packed. And then uh, your dad was like, you can just come stay with us. Like, there's an open room. And I was like, sounds intriguing. Yeah. Right? Um, so, yeah, I would say I felt the safest then. I felt uh, there was a lot of good that came out of that situation, even though I wasn't in my best state of mind. Um, but as far as, like, feeling protected, feeling secure... Um, that would probably be the time for me. Interesting. What about you, Brian? Um, so my mind went to the 4th of July trip that my family took this last, uh, summer, uh, where we were on the river Yeah. and, um, my uncle and my cousin, like they're, they're guides. So they like, they know their stuff. Uh -huh. And so it's, it's a fun time. It was a really good time, but I felt so safe. You know, you're about to get onto an uncontrollable river where there's rapids and things that you can't, you literally can't control. But I knew that like whatever ended up happening, there was a safety behind it hmm. to the way that they talked about it. It was like a um, loving fear that they kind of gave to you, but like helped you understand every piece of it. And so there was mm -hmm. this moment where you just felt like, okay, if I fly out of this thing, I'm going to be okay still. Like there's like a well, and if you go to that trip too, you think about your you're in nature, yeah, and you've got you know you don't have traffic and you don't have a car and you don't have to go any place and 
And honestly, again, going back to your uncles, you've got everything taken care of for you again, sort of like Joey. Yeah, totally. Right? totally. Like all, no responsibility, just show up and and eat. Yeah. You know, <laughs> buckle up your seatbelt, hold on to the rope. We got you. Yeah, hundred percent. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's pretty much the that, that's pretty much the experience there. Mm-hmm. So it makes you feel safe. Yeah, absolutely. So it's interesting. Joey brought up my dad, and and you bring up this this thing too. It it the th- the memory that hit me was I remember this time in high school. I was young. Um, it must have been freshman year or sophomore year. And I got one of those really bad headaches. Like I was in a lot of pain. I had this headache. And um, I remember my dad coming into my room and he just, um, he, my, my, he brought my head off of the bed and just held my head. So he held the weight of my head and then, and then used like his doctor magic and was pushing on my, the pressure points of, of where it was going to relieve the headache. And, and I swear he must have sat there for half an hour. Mm. And I just remember in that, I did this, the memory that came to me was like, I felt very safe, you know? Like, if you think about it, my, the weight of my head was just, I felt weightless, you know? Mm-hmm. And I felt relief. And same as, as you guys, I, the, the, the responsibility wasn't on my shoulders. I didn't realize it at the time. Mm. I didn't, you know, and you guys probably didn't realize it. Like you look back and you're like, wow, I felt really safe. But at the time, you don't even know how much you should be grateful yeah. until you're not in it. Yeah, yeah. Totally. You know, and, and now I'm like, I didn't feel the weight because my dad was carrying the weight. Yeah. Of mm. of the mortgage and of yeah. the, you know, of, of making sure that we had food to eat. And, and I just showed up to the dinner table, you know what I mean? And I yeah. complained about school and, you yeah. know, and all that stuff. But like the truth is I was so safe and so taken care of. And, and what's interesting is, you know, my kids are in that position now and, and, and me in that position, truthfully, even if we had the downsize house or like, you know, something changed and we ended up in an apartment, like whatever would have happened. The truth is my my parents would have shouldered most of that stress yeah and and i would and and like like my kids like would they wouldn't they would hardly feel it right now yeah mm-hmm. they're just going kind of from one thing to the next because leanne and i are shouldering a lot of that you know that that stress and that pressure so and the guilt and the guilt you know you know That's it's, right. you feel guilty in those situations you know if you're a parent and you have to downsize or cut back on funds or whatever like of course you feel guilty so and, it kind of goes back to your point and of you before. feel fear you feel the fear that brian was talking about yeah, yeah. The, yeah. all the what ifs mm-hmm. right and so so i i had this realization last night when i when i was talking to leanne and it all it, it made her cry but it was this idea of like like that's when i felt safest right so so why do we do this to ourselves as adults, why do we, why do we do this mental like exercise where we hurt ourselves? We focus on the future and the too much. And we, and we start thinking like all the what ifs and we go negative, we go guilty, you know, we feel fear, you know, those are all choices. And the truth is there, and, the, and this, this is what, this is kind of like got her <laughs> <laughs> the idea of, of weightlessness. And, and she's like, you have to just give it over and, and, there's another father now mm. holding your hand. Yeah, yeah. Right? 
mm. picking you up, taking care of you, you know, on the river or, you know, like, uh, allowing you a place to stay. Like you're always going to be taken care of if you put yourself in God's hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that weightlessness that you can feel, but, you, but, but it's, but it's weirdly work to continue to let go and allow yourself to be in that place. Totally. Yeah. I had a neat conversation with uh, Astrid's husband, Ben. He came in to get the keys last night, and he talked about, we were talking about pretty much this exact thing, um, and especially, like, the adult aspect, right? So um, just this idea of work-life balance, you know, and, and he said specifically, like, what's the point of working your whole life, like, a ton of hours and all that if you're not enjoying the worldly experiences while you're doing it, if you're not spending time with your loved ones, if you're not enjoying quality time with the people around you, like then, then, then it becomes empty. So there has to be a balance always. And I think you're exactly right when it comes to adulthood. It's like you, you can't let that suffer those those dreams those those relationships all of that because if you don't have that that's that's the um that's what you should do in your time where you have a second to breathe right is is go and fill yourself up um with the people you love that put a smile on your face just by looking at you and so uh so that's interesting i think you're you hit it on the money when you said you know adults in general put all this weight on themselves to think about the future when sometimes the best thing you could do is just live in the present. Probably all the time is the best thing you can do is live yeah. in the present. And that's, and, it, and it's just so hard to do. It really is. All right. So, uh, so this will be the end of uh, segment one here on understanding our emotions. So we want to acknowledge the emotion. We want to be honest and truthful about how we're feeling. And then, um, you know, and, 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 and just sort of like Try to understand, like to understand it, you have to want to understand it. You got to try to understand it. You got to kind of dig in a little bit. Um, so, so that's, that's the, what I want you to take away from this first segment. Coming back after the break, we're going to talk about how this connects to acting, how to get to the root of an emotion and how to use that information in order to be a better actor, to create um, more nuanced and, and um, really specific characters. So it's going to be a lot of fun when we come back. All righty, welcome back, everybody. So we just talked about the understanding of emotions, and now we're going to apply that knowledge to our acting. I wrote something down this morning that's mine. <laughs> mine. I, came, I came up with it today. I own it. <laughs> so I'm going to quote myself. Okay. Quoting Matthew Deering. I just Matthew wrote, Deering quoting Matthew Deering. I just wrote this, and I thought, I thought it was like, oh, that's really well said, you know? So it, here's, here's how it goes. There are an infinite number of i just screwed up my own quote let's start <laughs> it off let's start right. over let's, let's pretend like take that two. didn't happen right. take two everybody there are an infinite number of pathways to get to an emotion but in the end each path begins with love mm, yeah juicy you know what i'm saying yeah so as an actor here's here's what we want to figure out is this idea of um layering your emotions in order to play a character. So, so we just talked about this, this idea of like, you know, somebody's acting a certain way in your life and it's, it's usually not what it seems. Mm -hmm. 
it's usually not about you either. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, um, emotions come from love. They all do. It's either like love or a lack of love. That's, that's, it's the center. That's why we say love is the center. It just is. It's the, at the end of the day, it all comes back to love. So as an actor, you want to, you want to think to yourself, if there's a line that I'm going to deliver, I like to start off with giving the opposite emotion. Mm. Interesting. Just just start there. That way you're not giving the obvious choice. Mm-hmm. You know? So if I was to say something like, um, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to beat you up. The, the, um, you, you would think I should be angry and loud and mad. Mm-hmm. I'm going to beat you up. Right. Right. Like you, your, your actor brain wants to initially go like, okay, that's this, this obvious choice here. Right. Mm-hmm. So what if I play it cool, calm, relaxed, I'm going to beat you up. It's way scarier. It's way scarier. It's, it's <laughs> interesting. Right. So then how do we layer that down? How do we layer it all the way down to love? Mm. That's And that's tough, right? Because mm-hmm. what do we have here? We've got a bully. We've got some sort of a bad guy character of sorts, right? Yeah. You yeah. want to jump on this, Brad? Because I know I, I saw you itching. Yeah, I think I it comes down to you've got to really figure out for them what that looks like. Because, I mean, you can't even hate without there being some sort of love behind it. Right. Some mm. sort of like understanding and I know you've taught that before and and that's really helped me as a coach to understand like going away from the obvious if you if you really get into their heart and understand them then you're going to find the layers that you more naturally the thoughts that they would be putting off versus like what they actually feel so then you get to kind of that's where the fun comes in now you get to develop this person so you just said like there's a backstory of they're having a rough time at home so they're feeling a lack of love there Mm -hmm. and hoping that they can get it here so even though i'm saying this line to you and even though i'm saying it the way that you just said it then behind that layered with that is is um i just wish you would understand me Right, you know, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden, if if someone's really watching, and as I saw you coach um, uh, a kid on this out here, the power of your eyes and them being a gateway to your your soul and your spirit, yeah. Um, and it was really cool to see this kid, and you weren't letting him get away with it. Like you sat him down. It was like ten minutes of you like continuing oh, to go from and the tell youth he, class. Yeah. yeah, until yeah. he understood what it meant to look into someone's eyes and really feel it. And you kept pushing it and going for it. Um, because you you knew the importance of it. And the truth was, if you really are doing that, then you'll see all the little layering underneath. And mm-hmm. those are the things that make us human. Those are the things that make it so interesting to watch. And when you see a great movie or something like that, like you're seeing them live in that way. Speaking to of the- living into your acting and Matthew doing quotes, we've got a little segment here. Ladies and gentlemen, two things. One thing, you can check us out this weekend for our Chaos Comedy Improv show. 
It's going to be awesome. Woo! So the three of us will be performing, and then there'll be a, a group of chaos players performing as well. And then you can also get Acting is My Day Job, Seven Strategies to Market and Make Money as an Actor. Whoa! Yes, I know. You rattled that thing right off, dude. Well, thank you. I'm getting better at it. You the are. The original <laughs> Actor's Handbook, actually, is what that is. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it passed down through knowledge of God straight to Matt. Um, <laughs> and uh, you can get them here in our lobby this Saturday if you come to the show, or you can get them online at... Uh, uh, Amazon and pretty much anywhere we can this buy a book. This book was not intentionally written, but you're going to be glad that it was because it's great. It's really great. That's true. It was an accidental book. Mm-hmm. It just happened. It just, it was meant to be that book. All right. Well, thanks for the uh, th- the shameless plugs there, Bright Guy. Thanks. Anytime. Yeah, it's going to be a great show. We're very excited about the uh, the chaos show coming up this weekend. And uh, and I got to say, dude, it's good. it's good to see you getting stronger every day. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. It yeah, feels, I, I called great. Brian on the phone yesterday, and I was like, so there's a show this weekend, like, not sure where you're at. Just wanted to check in and make sure you'd still want to perform. He was like, a show? <laughs> yeah. A show? <laughs> he was like, yeah. Show? That sounds like so much fun. He was like, I'm feeling so much better. Yeah. Uh, I want to do a show. I was and like I was a dog like, that got to go outside. That. Yeah, I was like, honestly. show? Show? Honestly, <laughs> show? Show? Yeah. And you know what's interesting is... Just five days ago, you wouldn't have responded that way. No, not at all. It's a, it's incredible what you can do with he your would, mind. It he really is. He would have been like, yeah, we'll see how I'm feeling. Yeah, we'll see. I day. don't know if I'll be sick or not yet. Yeah, I haven't decided. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Ooh, I love that. You said you haven't decided. Yeah, right. Boom. Mental. Yeah. Mental. And and, and when you don't, de- so, I mean, this is a whole other episode. We don't really have time to go into this. But when you don't decide, it, it causes another emotion, which is anxiety. Yep. Cause it, cause it lingers and it's sitting on your shoulders. And like, so because you pushed it off that, that now there's another, there's another emotion I got to deal with instead of just making a decision one way or the other. Yes or no. I'm going to do it or not do it. But now I don't have to remember to decide. Yeah. Yeah. Later, you know, totally interesting. Wrote that so down. Like Future to topic. Just decide. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. So, so we, um, we're, we're going to wrap up this acting section here and, um, and, and I'm, I'm not going too deep cause we're going to do a whole thing on emotional triggers. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, so we'll, we'll kind of just go glaze on the surface of this, but, but the idea is you can go really deep into this emotional work. So if someone is portraying anger or even evilness, mm-hmm. hate, yeah. You go back and you go back and you go back and you go back and you find out what where did they get that from and and what was missing or what what started it? What was the catalyst? And you kind of go all the way back and you layer all these emotions on top of each other. And then you build up this backstory where like this thing happened and that thing happened and this thing happened so that there's a trigger for that person just like mm-hmm. there's a trigger for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And something happens unless we've healed and dealt with it. Mm-hmm. Something will happen, and it will trigger us to automatically feel a feeling and go into one of these places that we either don't want to be in, yeah, or sometimes we do. That's you know? what I wanted to uh, bring up before we end this segment. Um, but you recommend therapy for actors. I do. I recommend therapy for all the time. But. Um, because of this uh, sinking into emotion too far, right? To where you you do your performance, you sink in, you give a great performance, and then you feel that way the rest of your day because you don't get yourself out of it correctly. 
Um, and so I just, I thought it would be good for you to talk into that while we're on the specific topic, because I think that's something that will help a lot of actors. So I recommend therapy because most people don't get, like Joey said, they don't get what we do and what we've yeah. done and gone through the last three, four years. And they, and, and you don't live in a space where it's, you're expected to be honest. You're allowed to be honest. You can state your feelings truthfully. Mm-hmm. And we, we encourage that around here. Yeah. We, we need to, our, our students to be emotionally available in their performances. Therefore, we as staff, we as teachers must hold ourselves accountable to that. And, and, and my goal is to be doing it 24-7. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm happy 24-7. I'm saying I'm trying to be honest about my feelings 24-7. Yeah. And I can say, hey, I'm feeling addicted. Hey, I'm feeling sad. Hey, I'm feeling angry. You know, I mean, one of the things I told Lee Hen last night is I just said, you know what? I'm, I'm really pissed off at COVID. <laughs> yeah. And fair. I meant it. I fair. was pissed. Off. Like, there was a time when I was afraid of COVID. There was a time that I was like, I'm going to beat COVID. And, there was a time, and now I'm just mad at COVID. Yeah. And I don't trust COVID. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it was making me angry. Yeah. yeah. And I had to deal with that. And I had to deal with the fact that, you know, that people are, are some people are just bad. Mm-hmm. And, and it can be very painful to look into the world and see the worldly pain that's out there and the truth of it. And it's like, you know, I mean, it can really get you. But me acknowledging the emotion, mm-hmm. getting to the root of it, dealing with it. And then allowing God the Father to hold my head. Yeah. I got through it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, I think as far as COVID goes, we've all felt that way at some point. We felt different fearful. emotions. We yeah. felt like we'll beat it. We felt like it's not a big deal. We felt like it is a big deal. We, we felt, felt like, like it was fun. <laughs> yeah. You get a week off. You know, whatever. At the, yeah. at the beginning, how grateful was everybody to be home for like a week or two? Well, we didn't get that, but, to but be like, a lot of people. Yeah. You right. know, they get they got to go home. And spend quality time that some people, as we talked about earlier in this segment, adults specifically, like, weren't doing that. Right. Yeah. So it was nice because you were like, oh, I do have a family to go home to. Yeah. Wow, how blessed am I? Well, I think this all goes into going back into what actors can do and, and the actor side. The more you're doing that, the more you're being open and honest. And it is challenging. It's super challenging. But I cha- I throw out the challenge to just start doing it, to start, like journaling about it at the very least well, you know and, and, and that's and, where a therapist comes in though too right Cause, yeah because when you don't have a support system you can go to you do need to get it off your chest it's so important absolutely yeah and then by doing that you basically you tear down one of the bricks of your your wall that's holding you back mm-hmm. and then in the moment like when and we'll talk about this a lot in the triggers then all of a sudden when you feel something your body will respond faster yeah. To mm-hmm. the truth. And you're not having to fight it. Whereas otherwise you end up in emotions, overthinking triggers and like trying super hard to get yourself in a space. But really you're not in that space totally because you're still blocking. Uh, and I know I'm in that place still. I'm still definitely blocking. But you see someone like your wife who just like, like she watches The Lion King. She's bawling. You know, <laughs> right. like, yeah. And, and, and a lot of it's because she's so good at fantasy she's so good at at, at be, like living in that 
space mm-hmm. that she's there and so it's happening to her live you know yeah and so she she a lot and then she says yes and allows her body to experience it which is uh which again is, is a part of that um the acting connection to emotion and what we have to train ourselves to do is to say yes to the emotion all right so that's the end of our acting segment here we're going to come back and we're going to finish off with the takeaway which is in your life because we, we don't always want to carry our acting into our life. As a matter of fact, lots of times we, we don't. But our acting is an expression. It's an art form. We use emotion. We use all these different things to, to express ourselves and help us understand the world. But we don't want to bring all those like crazy emotions, especially some of these characters that can be really deep or dark. Mm. We, don't, we don't want that to be, you know, stick to our lives. So the question is going to be, in our life, how do we get off of the emotional roller coaster? We're going to talk about that when we come back. All right, we are back. Joey. Oh, you want to go with me first? Ah, I don't understand what you're saying. Okay, great. Uh, so, got a, little, got a little shameless plug of my own here. Um, pulling up a graphic right there. Oh, wrong hand, right there. Uh, commercial inquiries. If you would like to represent your business or anything like that, if you have anybody you know that would like advertising, go ahead. Reach out to us, email us at hello at DeeringStudio.com and let us know and we will add your business to the commercials because we love you. And Joey makes some good commercials, I gotta say. I I do my best. All right, so a little recap here. Uh, We started with a great Bible verse, um, something from Proverbs, something from Ecclesiastes. Praise the Lord. (laughs) And, uh, And we're really dealing with the heart space today. And there's a reason for that because we're dealing with emotions and emotions all come back to love. And once, once you know, it's, it's love or lack of love, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's where they, all the emotions stem from. Okay. And so, um, so we talked about understanding our feelings and then we talked about how to apply that knowledge as actors. And now in this, in this last segment, we're going to talk about how to get off of the emotional roller coaster in life because it's, it's draining to mm-hmm. be on an emotional roller coaster is really draining. And, and to go back to Paul, who's our friend who does the Divine Roots podcast with us. And somebody mentioned he's, on there. Yeah, he's the one that uh, Nick said, this guy has a really relaxing voice. That's <laughs> the guy. He does. Yeah. And, and Shaman. And he, he mentioned to us before this idea of trying not to get too high or too low. Mm-hmm. And at first I didn't understand that. I and mean, Joey and I even fought it. It's so hard, guys. It's so freaking hard. It feels like somebody's like, hey. Hey, just just don't feel. Just don't feel. <laughs> and that's not it. That's not it at all. But that was my initial interpretation of it was like, hey, don't get too joyful or too sad because, you know, those are dangerous places. So, you know, mm-hmm. just just really just stay stay neutral. And I was like, but I but I got to feel like I got to yell when my Cardinals make a bad play. It's right. Just, it, it's life, you know. Well, and so so why does he say not <laughs> to get too high or too low? And and the reason is I I believe because Feelings will amplify the situation and blind you. Mm. So it makes it makes things bigger than they are, and then it causes you to be blind to the truth. Yeah. If you get stuck in your feelings. It, it essentially it puts you in a place where it's really hard to listen. Mm-hmm. And as we know, listening is key. It's yeah. it's it's so important. Um matter of fact, the uh there's the Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yep. You know, I was just thinking that. You know, uh, y- your feelings will betray you. Mind your thoughts. 
Your yeah. feelings will betray you. And that's that's the truth. Your, your feelings will make it look like it's something else, and it's not necessarily that thing. So that's where, you know, and, and you've heard people say, it's never as good or as bad as you think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you, you get these, um, if you allow yourself, especially in the fantasy world, which is like the, the, the future or the unknown, and you let yourself go into this place, you can really create a storm for yourself mm-hmm. that, that can be really hard, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's this emotional roller coaster. So we want to get out of the emotional roller what coaster. What happens when Elsa goes into the unknown in Frozen 2? There's she a sings. giant storm. Oh. There's a giant storm. <laughs> for real. She's in the middle of a giant storm, and she's singing through it. Yeah. Like, uh, facts. Facts. What you just said, straight Joey Sweeney facts. Stamp it. That's that's all I had to say. <laughs> there you go. Good job, Joey. Yeah. Stamp it. So, um, so, so Leanne said something else very cool yesterday, and it, and it was interesting because it's similar to what Paul said, but it was her perspective on it, and she didn't know Paul had told me to, you know, mind my feelings kind of thing. <laughs> and my wife has dealt with in her life a lot of anxiety and different things, and so she says when the feeling gets big for me, what I do is she goes, I try to pull the feeling out of my body and push it forward and then look at it. And then, mm-hmm. and that's what Paul says to do is like be an observer. And I've heard a lot of meditations are like, like, like see the thoughts, see them float by. It's okay to have them just see them float by, but just like, like that way they're not controlling you. Mm-hmm. So yes, it's okay to feel, but, but, but you got to acknowledge it and acknowledge it for what it is and be honest about what it is. Cause if you're not, what happens is you get too high during the game mm-hmm. and then you end up going out drinking cause you were too high. You were too happy. You were too on this thing. It like, wasn't even real. Or you get too low after the game cause they lose the game and you get all depressed and mad and then you end up taking it out on somebody you end uh, up being, <laughs> being a jerk to somebody. I was waiting for you to go. And then you go out drinking. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's true. I mean the people, the people who do that will do it, lose or win. And, and again, both ways, you know, you, you don't win. You but, don't win. But both ways, the feeling amplifies the drinking. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and the feeling you know, creates this experience instead of just having an experience. Yeah, yeah, and then you can lose out on moments, I think, of a day uh, and, and good memories and positive things because you are letting the negative bring you down so much. You yeah. Know? Like when we did our uh, draft and I oh. stole away oh. Kyler from Don't you. even. Okay. Don't true. even. Don't go there. But <laughs> Don't go there. Yo, yo, that was Joey. That was like straight up Yoda move. The, the whole rest of the day. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, like we, we were very mad about that. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's fine to be mad, but like I wanted to go throw the football with you guys. Like I wanted the draft to be done now. Yeah, yeah, and no, like, we didn't want to do that. No, and we would not have done that. I still wouldn't do that to this day. If I could go back to that moment, <laughs> all I would do is take Kyler sooner. Yeah, and and I mean, <laughs> I, yeah. and then I'd be happy to throw the football. I felt like the Grin- I felt like the Grinch in that moment. I was like. Hey, no. Hate, 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 no, but, hate, hate, double you know, hate. But you know why? Lose. You know why? Here's why. Why? This is why we got so mad. This is the truth. Yeah. Because we did get angry. Yeah. We underestimated you as a player. That's true. That's facts, though. Got it. That's facts. Okay. That's facts. So what happened was we looked at the board. We, we originally had planned to take Kyler. And we were like, we think we can get away with another round. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we were like, we're going to get away with this. So we're going to take a chance. And we went against our own game plan. We went with our emotion at the time, us to like get away with something. And then we got caught with our hand in the cookie jar mm. from somebody that we thought didn't do his research. 
Mm-hmm. So we're like, dang it. Like we got beat and got beat by Brian. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. And, and, and you, and it was like the next pick and we, and we just looked at it going like, we, we knew it was the right pick and we didn't trust our instincts. That's mm-hmm. that we got mad because of us, not because of you. That's the actual, that's the actual truth. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. If you had I taken mean, Kyler the, 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 the round before we wouldn't have cared. Yeah. Because we'd we been like, control. Oh, oh, like, oh, we would have never taken him then anyway. We right. couldn't yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. We were the last pick right. in there the first go. round. But, you know? but, but we also wouldn't have. Like, yeah. we had our first, it wasn't our first pick, I don't think. Or was it? I, we I, were going to take him first. Okay, oh, so yeah. that was what it was. Okay. But but you get what I'm saying. I totally like, get what you're Yeah, yeah. it's an interesting thing. Like, when it's when it was out of our control, no problem. But when we, when we had control, decided not to do it, and then just, like, got rubbed in our face, it was like, ugh. Yeah. That hurts. It's just sure. it's just such a bummer and then for him to have such a successful season <laughs> afterwards, you know, it was really tough. Well, we don't want to go there. But Yeah, Brian finished last and we finished uh third. It's fine. So it's fine. Third, that's so bad. Yeah. That's but might as well be last. <laughs> if you ain't um, first, you're last. Uh, Ring right. Bobby. All right. So um that was a little little, you know, segue there into fantasy I got you football, guys real passionate. Yeah. You did, yeah. but I wanted to get to the why behind it. Because the truth no, is that makes sense. you're right. I was unable to throw the football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was unable. Right. I was mad. And Joey was madder. Yeah, I was like I was like, whatever I mean, level you were. You at least were, threw it. Yeah. Joey yeah. was like, I'm not going near you. Right. Yeah. No. Hundred percent was not gonna was not going to talk to you, but it was. But it was a. It was a really. It was a beating up of ourselves moment. Not, and that's. It comes back to the truth of the truth, right? Mm-hmm. If you get under the emotion, mm-hmm. what is it? And it was this lack of trust in ourselves. Like it goes back to. It had nothing to do with you. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why you know. Yes, we were upset at you in the moment, but uh, you go to like afterwards, all that like. It's also you don't want to take it out on somebody for making a good choice. <laughs> So you made a good choice there. You took the player that we should have taken, and I'm mad about it. But I don't want to get mad at you. It's right. not necessarily your fault. And I'm pretty sure I told you that. But we did. No, we like, got. But like you when did we get got mad home, at him. I was like, Yeah, we got there later. Yeah. later. Right, later. right. It took but, a while. But, but that's the key, though. The key is when you're in the Brian situation, when you're in the Brian shoes, mm-hmm. to acknowledge it's probably not about you. Right. Yeah. And that's Facts. how you can, that's one of the ways you can stay neutral when people are attacking you and you're feeling attacked is to go, this is probably a self-reflection on, on them and they're trying to take it out on me. Mm-hmm. So I have to, I have to acknowledge that and then again, try to stay separate from the emotion. And that's yeah. how you as the wayward passenger get off the emotional roller coaster then. The person that's riding the emotion needs to get off the emotional roller coaster themselves. So how do they do that, Matt? <laughs> I felt like after the first sentence, it was like, like really good, and then the second sentence, it, it it like went too deep into the roller coaster. Yeah, I mean, it was just I was I was diving real deep it's into like, that analogy like no, of the It's title. like no one to no one to quit, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get that, but <laughs> but I still stand true to my analogy. I yeah. Stand- all right. Thank you. So so here's the big takeaway. All right. And 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 as soon as I I'm done with this, Brian, I want you to announce our guest for tomorrow. I think that'd be great. Great. So. Here's your big takeaway. How do we get off the emotional roller coaster? How, what, what, what's our like to do? Mm. And first and foremost, I want to give you Leanne's advice, which is going to be look at the emotion third person. Try to become an observer of your own emotions. And that, that it all comes all the way back to acknowledgement. But you have to you have to be able to see it. And then you want to separate yourself because you are not your feelings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So acknowledging that you're allowed to feel, of course, we're going to feel, but, but, but it doesn't define you. So, so, so go third party. Um, secondarily, I think it's really important to find alone time, to find time with God, and then to talk about it. And, and if you need it, 100%, you got to go out and get help because we, we've got these feelings. And if you don't have an outlet, if you don't have a way of getting through the feeling, that's where the therapy comes in. Like you really got to reach out mm-hmm. and get help because, you know, I know I'm not alone. I understand I'm not alone in these big feelings that I'm feeling right now. I understand mm-hmm. people have it better, people have it worse, but the truth is we all share the same human experience. So whether you're richer than me, poorer than me, you know, a different age than me, all that kind of doesn't matter. We're all experiencing being human together. Yeah. And so as we as we navigate through this stuff, we have to we have to know when we need help, how to reach out for help, who to go to for help. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're out there, you're listening right now and you're feeling the feels and your feels are super big and you're feeling a lot of ups and downs, it may be time to breathe, connect into you, take some time to observe the feelings, connect into God, pray, meditate, and then reach out to somebody. Reach out and say, hey, I really want to talk about what's going on in my heart right now because it feels very big. Um, I know uh, you've, you've said before, one of you, like you feel the weight on your chest. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Yeah. And, and when that, when that happens, instead of ignoring it and letting it get heavier and heavier and heavier until something breaks, you want to reach out and have somebody reach over and help you and, and lift some of that weight off your chest. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last thing I want to say to close this off is forget about the worldly idea of therapy. It's good for you. It's good for you. Don't listen to the like, oh, yeah, like that's a bad thing. Like you you got something messed up in your head if you need that. Like, no, it's just release. When it's, it's a, it, in, the same, <laughs> in the same idea, and, and thank you for saying that too, Yeah, is think of it as a privilege, really. Mm-hmm. Like I, I get to. I don't have to. I get to go to therapy. I get to express my feelings. I get to share how I'm feeling with my dad or, or my, my friends or my, my coworkers or whatever. And if you don't have that safe space, that's, that's what a therapist's job is, mm-hmm. is they get paid so that you get to release some of that. It's a get to, not a have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love All right, it. show. We, uh, Brian, we got a great show tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just so- called you show. I don't know if you heard that. I like, I all right, that. show. We got a Brian tomorrow. Did you really? I, start, I, don't th- I started. I don't think to. you did. Oh, I, was, I started to, but I caught myself. Oh, uh, I was gonna say I, I didn't missed it. Notice it. You you stumbled over it very very. Th- thank you. Elegantly. If you look, if you listen really carefully, I said, "All right, show Brian." <laughs> I'll listen back. All right, Brian. See. All right, sorry. I'm interrupting myself trying to set you up, Brian. Guy, we got a great show tomorrow. Yes, we do. Let's we have our it. first guest of season two. So uh, I was about to say, you better hit some sound effects. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we are interviewing a influencer and a dancer. Um, she's a teenager. She's 15, and her name is Madison Taylor. Okay. Uh, so she reached out to us um, via she had watched some of the other teen episodes we had last season. And so, um, so, again, she's a competitive dancer, and she had some really great questions about just uh, blocking out the negative in life. Like, how do you do that? Mm-hmm. And so um, she's going to be talking from that, from a teen perspective, from an influencer perspective, um, and really getting some insight from us on on that. And the topic is called Block Out the Negative. So, Great. All right. So if you're out there and you are um, interested in influencing or becoming an influencer and whatnot, great episode to watch. And if you are a teenager, have a teen 
teenager, another great episode to watch because we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about the feels like we did today, mm-hmm. but we're specifically around negativity and and how to block out the negativity or overcome negativity, and uh, it should be great. It should be a lot of fun. Yeah, very excited. All right, thanks, Brian. Thank you all for tuning in. This has been the Mornings with Matt show. We'll see you next time. God bless. Thanks for listening to Mornings with Matt. Please like, subscribe, and follow us at Deering Acting Studio to keep up with the latest content. For more information on classes, private lessons, or professional development coaching, visit www.deeringstudio.com. Have a Deering day, everyone. Have a chippy day, everyone. Rough.